This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. As pleasant as 50 grit sandpaper to your inner thighs. Douchebags and microphone, I'm Mark. I'm Rob. All right, as promised, alternative insults, men's edition and women's edition. The first. All right. The first are men. One of the one of the ones I used to love to use was uh, you call somebody a sundress. Yes. Yeah. That is, that is a uh, feminine. Um, light, breezy. About everything a man doesn't want to be called. Yeah. Um, next one, big lady shaver. That one's pretty good because uh, you shave women's legs. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you could look at that on a different side. I know. I thought of it like that, too, but it's going to be in how you say it. All right. Yeah, yeah let's, let's keep it direct. Yeah, you're a big lady shaver. What? So, <laughs> Next one. Ant farm. Oh my God! Yeah, I—I I mean, I like that one just because it's kind of like a little uh, a terrarium full of ants and all their little mazes. That just means crap's coming out of you everywhere. Uh, yes. Yep. If you look at an ant farm, there's ants coming out every like a volcano and lava. Yes, they're all in there digging yeah. and stuff. Well, you're not even yeah. the ant; you're the farm. <clears throat> the next one, push-up bra. And that's pretty obvious. <laughs> like, yeah. But then yeah. again, there's a side to that that you might like, too. Yeah, there is. Yeah. But then again, it's on how you say it towards the person. you got to say it with some force. You're a push-up bra. What? Yes, you are. This next one I love. Yep. Because there's no getting around this one. Call someone a teacup. Oh. You're oh. You're a teacup. <laughs> That's old school there. Yeah, it is. Yep. You imagine, like, I don't know, Mary Poppins drinking out of a little teacup. Yeah. You're not even yeah. Mary Poppins. You're the teacup. <laughs> the next one. Mini tulip. <clears throat> you're not even a full tulip. 
Just a little mini tulip. Yeah. Here's a little bitty one sprouting out. <laughs> you may not even have a bloom. You probably don't even have a bloom on you yet. It's just like a little mini tulip. <clears throat> Next one. Vacuum hose. And that could be on a car. That could be on a, uh, a Hoover. Anything. Whatever. Yeah, you're catching all the dirt. Yep. Next one. Instruction patlet, packlet, <laughs> packet. <coughs> I can't talk tonight. Well, I can't talk any night, but anyhow. Oh, just in the trash. Yeah, I was cleaning the pool earlier, like I told you, and I get all this pollen, and I just... Oh, I know, I know. Uh, oh. Like I told you off the air before we started, mm-hmm. I was nationally certified in the bio pool technician for 10 years. Who did you work for? No, uh, it was a, uh, I worked for a uh, property management company. Oh, okay, okay. Had some condos down here for a property management company down here at the lake. Uh-huh. I got a five-year certification, which in that time, things didn't work out, I left. But I was still certified for five years. Oh, wow. What, did you not like the work? I didn't like the boss. Oh, yeah, that makes everything. It makes but everything. Few, but a few years later, I went back. Oh, okay. We got certified for another five years, so ten years certified. <laughs> I could have went anywhere in the United States, seen a swimming pool or a hot tub or a spa whatever that I did not, I could have had him check it at any point. You know what? And if, it was, if I felt it was not fit for use, I could tell him to lock it down without my card, and it could not open back up until it passed my inspection. Wow. And you know what? You're in the wrong area. Because Florida is where they are, like, absent of all these people. Florida, they don't have enough people. They haven't. Uh, Because a friend of mine moved down there, and he was a pool guy, and he couldn't work enough. I mean, he he said, man, I'm working 12 hours a day, seven days a week. And he said, I'm still not even starting to scratch it. And he just went down there and put up some flyers, and people are just calling everywhere. Hey, I need you to come out here. I need you to come out here. And he said just simple shit, too, like uh, holding your breath and going underwater and putting in a new light or uh, or just uh, yeah. vacu- vacuuming yeah. the pool or just uh, adjusting the chemicals. He said, like, man, there's so many elderly down there that can't do it or don't want to know how to do it that he said he just he could not work enough down there. And it wore him out so bad, he moved back up here. He's like, man, he goes, I go down there, and I fall into the trap of always working. He said, I don't enjoy the ocean or nothing because I'm working 12 hours a day, seven days a week. So. Okay, well, let me tell you something, Mark. Um, everybody thinks Lake of the Ozarks is great, which it is. It's you great to visit. It's great to visit. Do, Ed, go ahead, though. But if you move here mm-hmm. to work here and live here, yeah, you're. It's like any other tourist area. You know what I'm talking about, Mark. No, I know. Wages I know. Wages are low. 
Yep. You know, but the tourists drive the prices of everything up. Yes. Which I think, if you don't mind, I'm going to work on a new segment. Okay. Rob's Rants. That's fine. I'm looking for new segments, and that sounds right up our alley anyhow. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, I know. This is, yeah, and I'll talk to you off the air about it. But okay. Yeah. Because there are some things that's changing in this world that people our age don't like. Like I said, I used to go to Camdenton. It was for about a half year when she lived there, but I used to go there. Actually, probably three-quarters of a year. I used to go there every weekend for a while um, in the early 2000s. And uh, anyhow, I'm pretty familiar with the area, and I know people that lived there that I got to be friends with. And they all said the same thing. You can't find a job that pays good enough to live, but then all these people rent these places out for the lake, and it drives the cost up everywhere. So you can't really make enough money down there. Amen. Yeah. But, you know. I most of them ended up, including the, the, the girl I used to see down there, moved up back up to KC. They said, you know, yeah. at least we can live better up there, you know. And, they, and this is what they all came to the conclusion. We'll visit, uh, we'll was, visit down there. I've been there talking to you about here. this. Uh-huh. I've been thinking about moving up there. Oh, I know. With, with my 18-year-old son. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I'm starting to second guess it, Mark. You know what? You'll find out in time whether you want to or not. The, the, well, the more I hear about as much has changed up there. Yeah. Yeah. The um, shootings that are happening in oh, areas crime that is out, we crime never is, would have thought of. Crime is out of control in Kansas City. The cat's out of the bag. It's not getting better. It's going to get worse. And it's been ignored. And I, and I do not want my to bring my son up there to be a casualty. Rob, I get it. Straight bullet. Straight Rob, bullet. I get it. I get it. I understand you know, what you're saying. Yeah. But yet, you know what? Kansas City is my heart, and I would love to come back. I'm I'm on the fence right now. You know what? Hang on. This is not for the podcast. We'll talk, and I'll tell you some areas you need to go to to live to where you'll be better Uh, off. I know some. I know some. Yeah, so anyhow, um, you don't want to just come in willy-nilly and just go anywhere because there's areas you do not want to be in, and that's all there is to it. Oh no! Yeah, we we talked about this. We mentioned it on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stay south. Yep. Okay. So uh, anyhow, going along with our um, other um, wet match is another thing you can call a guy because a wet match Ooh. is worthless. Yeah, it's you worthless. Don't get lit. Nope, nope. You get thrown on the ground. It's like this ain't this ain't gonna work. Fuck it, and you throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is a tablecloth. You lie on the table, preventing the table from getting messed up with food and water and beverage. Uh. Yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, I don't know. It's, I've, I've heard it enough to where I'm not like busting out loud laughing, but we hope you are out there, and if not, we'll know by the numbers. Yeah. So, okay. You know, you, we could always throw you in the works on the machine. You know what? That's I mean, right. Yeah. You know what? That's true. Okay. And there you have that southern accent, southern Missouri. You said washing machine. 
Mark, I grew up in Kansas City. Do they say that up here too? I did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's cool. It, it's they're not the no, I, I, I have Southern, you know, Oklahoma, Southern Missouri. That's where my family comes from, and West Virginia. Okay. And South Carolina. So. Okay. Uh, do those guys like their barbecue there? I hope not. Well, some of them grew up in Kansas City and they took the barbecue back and, yeah, they okay. changed people. Okay. Yeah, because that Carolina barbecue they call order. barbecue is shit on a plate. It's horrible. Oh, uh, dude. I, hey, I'm, I'm down here in Camden. Mm-hmm. I'm buying Pirelli's Jack Stack barbecue sauce at Walmart. Oh, oh, they sell it down miss, there? Because I miss hometown barbecue. Yep. Well, they must sell Jack Stack about anywhere in Missouri then. That's cool. Good. Good for that. Well, it, well it, it's kind of getting like Casey Masterpiece, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay. No, I, I miss my Kansas City barbecue. Well, uh, Jack Stack Barbecue is still it's still good, although some of it has surpassed it with some of the new gourmet stuff that they come out like Q39 and Slaps and Joe's and stuff like that. But it's still very very good. So. All right. Well, what we get down here is original. Okay. There's good barbecue original there. Jack Stack. Okay. There's good barbecue down there too. Oh, yeah. There is. There is. But it's not like Kansas City. I'm sorry. No, the, the, the originals. The originals and are up here. And I tell everybody down here that I'm partial. I'm from Kansas City. <laughs> well, one thing I noticed in the Ozarks, too, is... <laughs> excuse me. Um, it's not just... Uh, um, Kansas City barbecue down there. You get some Texas. You get some Oklahoma style. You get some Memphis style. St. Louis. You get St. Louis style, yeah. Yeah. You get everything, but Kansas City, that's my hometown. You got to love it. And yeah, it's well known. I, I, anyone with taste buds. I, I see reports on it. Going through our news feeds here mm-hmm. for, the bro- for the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, Kansas City's top notch. It's the best. So I, uh, I had a report on Jesse Jim's rated, but you don't want to see it. Was it bad or good? <laughs> Not where we were. We worked there. Really? We were what? We were what? Number two, number three in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Well, we were number one in Kansas City, I'm, number I'm, two or three in the country. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not. In my notes, I'm not flying the article right now, but I think we're, Justin Jones right, ranked like number four or five in Kansas City. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're way down the list. They're way down. I find that surprising because I still go there and they still have good food. Yeah. I haven't been there since I worked there, man. Wow. Okay, well, I go there quite a bit. It's right down the road from me. It's about a mile away. From your house? Yeah. Wow, all right. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I go there quite a bit. When I make it up there, we're going to have to go there for old time's sake. 
Yeah, yeah, they still have good food. They changed the menu quite a bit since we used to work there. And when we, we're going to sit down, we're going to eat, we're going to have a good time, and then when we stand up to leave, you're going to give me one of the fake kisses. There we go. Like we used to do. <laughs> and freak everybody out. Nowadays, people wouldn't freak out. On and and let's hope one of the bad noise are there. <laughs> they are there all the time. Mike and Debbie are there all the time. So. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike will love it. Shit, Michael Mike probably, remembers Michael it. Probably Mike remembers it. He'll turn around and get back in the there as bad as we did. Yeah. Well, he's stuck there. <laughs> it's his. Um, yeah. he, he, would probably, his he would turn around He would turn around and go back in the kitchen if he saw you and me both there. He'd be like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, we're, we're, no, me and you are walking up in the back door. Yeah, that's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Scare some people. Um, uh, I gotta go for I gotta go for the alternative insults for women here quickly because yeah, let's uh, do it. Okay. Uh, anyhow, um, fifty pound barbell. Oh my god. Yeah, that one's horrible. Just imagine oh. this big fucking lunky thing that people lift for muscles. The next one for a woman, rock salt. Rock salt. Rock salt's pretty abrasive. Step on that shit. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, the yeah, next one, bad. knee pads. <laughs> that was bad because it kind of insinuates a little. Actually, I've heard that one. Oh, okay. Probably have, actually. <laughs> next one, clown nose. And remember, with a clown nose, you can get away with anything. You can butcher a puppy. You can, oh, kill people. Yeah. You can fucking throw bad yeah, ass. I, 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 I wonder where that one came up. Yeah. <laughs> it came up on a podcast when these dudes came up and were talking about it, about, you know, you can fucking throw battery acid in a baby's face, and people will be like, ah, yeah, hey, he's got a clown nose. It. Yeah. So. so, anyhow, next one you can call a woman a stubbed toe. Oh, shit. That's as abrasive and as horrible as it gets. A yeah, bloody toe and oh, a, oh wow. fuck, oh, you know. Oh, that reminds me of a few of my exes. <laughs> They're stubbed toes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one, oil-based butter. So you're like margarine. <laughs> you're not even real butter. You're oil-based butter. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that one. That's cool. <laughs> um, next one after that. Jiffy Lube. That one's another in, in you, uh, innuendo, too. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, we'll let everybody else make up their own. You can opinion. make up your mind. The next one, I call <laughs> some female friends this from time to time. Sack lunch. It's just so demeaning sounding. Yeah, no other names. Um, let's see. The next one, Splinter. Ow. Yeah, Splinter doesn't sound so good, does it? <laughs> uh, pain in the ass. Yeah, Splinter's a pain, pain in the pain ass. Pain in anywhere. Yeah, that means, yeah, that means. That's even worse. Yep. Um, and next one and the last one, Loud Exhaust. 
and that is like a ticket sometimes, or just very I noisy, and it bothers you. Yeah, I got you. Yep. And I think everybody else does, too. Yep. Um, I read a little article. Um, this is a little bit different than what we're talking about, but it's talking about how people collect ketchup packs, and that, like, certain ones of them are worth thousands of dollars. And they're like... Uh, like specialty ones from Heinz, like stuff that I like. I guess at one point in time, like Heinz and Hunts, like promoted movies and stuff like that. And they're specialty ketchup packs that are specifically named after something. And like, there's like a big rush of them on the internet. People want to buy them because they 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 like them. They just want the packs. And people are selling these packs that they found or have in their fridge that they've had there for like 20 years they're buying them for thousands of dollars really? yeah and that's more money than brains department right there there it is yeah uh, I found that interesting I'm like what the hell and then I read into it a little bit more and like it gave some examples but I didn't download the whole thing because that was one of those articles like you had to like cut out like three quarters of it uh, so anyhow and, and in Los Angeles Uber Eats had to halt business for a while because people were stealing the food I guess it's like a law over there that you don't enter anyone's house when you're Uber eating, like, you know, slinging the food. Yeah. So they have to leave them out on the porch or in a common area. And there's people, like, going around hiding in the brushes. They know people that order Uber Eats, maybe, like, elderly or maybe handicapped, can't get out. What they do is (laughs) they sit there and they hide in the brush. And then when the Uber Eats lands on the door, they go and fucking uh, nab it really quick and run off with it and eat it. So Uber Eats wow. had to stop because too many people were, like, um, I think it said at one point, 75% of the food that was that was um, going for the porches was being stolen by somebody. And it couldn't have been the same people because it was all over town at the same time. Wow. You see, I would have set somebody up. I would have, like, yeah. took two plates of shit and someone acting like they're Uber Eats. Fucking yeah. had took a couple of dumps on a fucking plate and put a couple of platters over them or one of those um, styrofoam things. Fucking locked it up and fucking, and then the plastic sealed it up and then they'd spend all this time fucking grabbing it, running off and uh, undoing the plastic only to open up shit. <laughs> and then maybe like a little letter there that says "fuck you, asshole" or something, or "you got got, bitch." Or something like that. So, uh, anyhow, you got anything on your plate there, Rob? You got anything you want to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I read a story. Finland has a wife carrying competition. (laughs) Okay, now, and once again... They must not... This story... This (laughs) is a story that I did... Check out and it backs up. Look it up. Okay. Anybody. Okay. The the winner receives his wife's weight in beer. 
no, no, no. See, I, I, I read a brief description of it, mm -hmm. but then I actually went into food. It's like an Olympic in Finland. They do multiple things, and they the men have to carry them wives doing like different obstacle courses and that's, yeah, it's like Olympics. I kind of like that. I think that's funny. That's cool. Uh, but and the winner wins his wife's weight and beer. Wow. <laughs> well, I, you know what? If you like, think I, said, it, like it, I said, look it up. I did. It pans out. Okay. Um, if you think about it, it's kind of a just reward. So if your wife is like 300 pounds and you can do that, you just won yourself 300 pounds of beer. If your wife's like 90 yeah, pounds, but, but, you just won okay, yourself 90 on, pounds of beer. Come on, Mark. Come on, Mark. <laughs> okay, maybe you're not lugging around 300 pounds like that, but anyhow. Wow. I mean, yeah. All right. Well, uh, Let's just split it down the middle and say 225. I'll go to drink water. <laughs> I don't need the backache. Val doesn't even come close to 225, so I'm not worried about I that. Work, I, I work, well, right now I'm working hard enough 10 hours a day. We bumped up 10 hours a day. You guys are that busy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and actually wow. I'm going to work, now, well, six hours on Saturday. Wow, most manufacturing places I know. Um, just have, slowed, trailers. have slowed way down here lately. Wow. Well, that's cool. Well, I'm glad it's going so well. I'm glad you're working so much. That's great. So am I. So, so is everybody that I owe. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. hey, Rob just admitted he's working extra hours on the podcast. Time to hit him up. Oh, no. Uh, honestly, Mark, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with everybody. I go to work. I come home. I do my duties. I cook dinner. I am single. I have an 18-year-old son. Mm -hmm. I, cook dinner, I cook our dinners. And then in my relaxing, relaxation time in the evening. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Are you always such an idiot? Or do you just show off when I'm around? Hey, look. I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no. It's the island of horrible jokes. What do you call a sleeping dinosaur? A dinosaur. <laughs> Two Douchebags and a Microphone, the number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. I do my homework for the podcast. Isn't it great, That's though? Isn't it, isn't it fun to do, though? Oh, man. just yeah, I'm, I'm all the time in the news. I got a lot of stories I'll never give you. You know what? You got an open forum right now. You got some other story you want to go into? That's fine with me. Oh, uh, well, no. We, we try not to go into politics. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I... I Most I, of the stories I run across politics. Uh, Although, I do have... 
you had me busy working on one story, but mm -hmm. I've got another one that I'm going to try working on. Yeah. And I'll talk to you about it. Okay. Later. Look, and also, here's another thing. You're welcome it's to... going to be one of them very in-depth stories. I got it. Okay. I'm finding a lot of references. I, I got to do a lot of homework on. Okay. And, and before I'm, I mention it on this show. Okay, Rob, let me let me that. say this though. You're welcome to give your opinion on anything politically. It does not bother me at all. As a matter of fact, I think we align on a lot of stuff. But here's the deal. I will never personally do it because when I started this podcast, I swore I was never going to be one of those guys. Now, I listen to some of those guys, and I think they're very good. Uh, and there's a lot of guys that I think are extremely talented to do political shows, and I will listen to them. But um, the thing is, is this whole podcast was, re was created as an outlet of all of that stuff. You know, all the shit going no, on. I, I, Ukraine. I heard what you create as podcast out of Mark. Yeah. And I am total agreement. This is I do not I do not want it to go political. No, this is a salute. That you to, want it like the old time radio shows. Yes, I just I, want I, it. I heard it out of your own mouth. Dick jokes. Yes, Dick jokes. You know, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, because those shows are Weird gone. Facts. You know, the shows that Whatever. still exist can't do that anymore. I mean, even locally, Johnny Dare is not the same. He still he still gets a little risque, but not too much. Bubba the Love Sponge, he doesn't. Um, people people like uh, like Stern, he went to satellite, but I wouldn't. I didn't like him in a long time. Anyhow, I don't think he's that funny. Yeah, right? yeah, we we've had this conversation. I've never thought he was extremely as funny as everyone else thought he was. But uh, anyhow, um, I didn't like him personally. Um, I liked Man Cow quite a bit. He he was really good, especially when he was doing the Madhouse. Now his political stuff is cool. He knows what he's talking about. Very educated, very bright guy, but. Um, I'm just like it's not my mainstay is, is political radio, and, right. and anyhow he doesn't even really he he just does a show on his own like once a Monday but he doesn't he's not always I, doing you know. I used to listen to Man Cow back in his early days. Mm -hmm. uh, he was extremely. I got into people like Bob and Tom. Uh, Bob and Tom had their time too. I always preferred more like Man Cow because Bob and Tom was always kind of like more of a production where that and they were good. Don't get me wrong, but they right. uh, they always had like comedians come in and fill all the time. Where a show like Man Cow or Johnny Dare or Bubba well, Love Sponge. Wasn't it Man Cow that went head to head with Randy Miller? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. He used Did to be part of, right? Yes, he used to be a part of Miller's show. Um, yeah, in the early days, and it wasn't even in Kansas City, if I remember right. No, it was. Anyway. Uh, okay. No, it was uh, in Kansas City. Well, when they worked together, it was in Kansas City, but uh, Man Cow was out of Chicago when he syndicated his show. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's why he came back, and he was always putting down Randy Miller. Yeah, and Johnny and Miller. Randy and Miller went to put down Man Cow. Yeah, yeah, it is like... Yeah, a, I was up there then. I was in Kansas City then. 
Yeah, and and uh, um, that was going on. There's like hard feelings, I guess, from before. Right. Yeah, um, there was. There was. He, he also attacked Johnny Dare very vigorous, vigorously too. But that was the whole thing of that '90s radio was attack, attack, attack. Because that's oh, what that's what it Howard was. Stern did to Mancow was attacked him and tried to belittle him and make fun of him, fuck with his family and all that stuff. And I found that very poor taste because, and I'm not even going to go into it, but some of the stuff that Howard Stern did to me crossed the line, screwing with his family and doing stuff like that. Yeah, and, and yeah. I never yeah, liked that, that. That's why I, yeah, I, I didn't get into Stern. No, I, I always I thought won't. Stern was a self-righteous, miserable asshole. And, um, like I said, there's parts of his shows I really like, like Captain Jenks and some other things. But a majority of his show I thought was really kind of sad because the tone that he produced to me was not happy. It was very angry and sad. And I, it just wasn't my thing, but obviously a lot of people loved him. He did very well. So, anyhow, that was just me, though. So... Anyhow, and he still does well. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a guy that's a, a fucking multimillionaire, not me. So, obviously, he done something right. So, anyhow, but that's just my own personal opinion on that. So, right. No, and I'm giving you my hand. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Oh, but this all, this all originated from political radio. Political radio, although I did enjoy it, I don't so much now, but I did enjoy it for a time. I enjoyed listening to angry people yell about different situations and I found it fascinating but oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, to me did. I kind of grew out of it but I never grew out of the dick jokes I always find a good j- dick joke is funny um, tongue in cheek innuendo all that stuff um, but to di- the difference to me between like Bob and Tom and Man Cow and Bud the Love Sponge and all those guys is this right here Bob, Bob and Tom um, had comedians fill a lot of their void where the man cows and the Bub Love Sponges, even Howard Stern, relied on themselves and their characters that they invented for the shows, like Turd and Tard and uh, and um, uh, whoever Randy Miller's right. guy was, and, and and Stern had Cigarette John and Stuttering John and all that stuff. You know, um, uh, they they never had to have a comedian come in and fill like an hour or so void in their show. And uh, to to me, that was the difference between their shows, why I was never really that huge into Bob and Tom. The part of Bob and Tom that I do love, that I got from their show, that I put on this show quite a bit, are the crazy news stories. That part with, um, was it Christy Lee, I think, or something like that? I enjoyed that part. Yeah, Christy Lee. Yeah, Christy Lee, I remember, yeah. I enjoyed that part of the show. Where I I got into Bob and Tom. Mm Mm-hmm. Is when I moved to Southern Missouri. Oh, they were in Springfield and uh, like no, three or no, four no, no. It's, uh, we didn't have the city, the radio people in the city that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. They we were out of the U.S. ninety-nine nationally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were in Springfield on US 99, and then they went to another station. But they were uh, syndicated out of Indianapolis. Exactly. That's what I mean. They were... Yeah, that's... I listened to them on their station you just mentioned. US 99. 
Yeah, yeah they, they, did, they did very well there for a lot of years. They actually were number one in St. Louis for years, and then they had um, gosh, I can't. Well, that's why I like called David, up to him David so like because I couldn't listen to Johnny Dare. I couldn't listen to Max Tanner and Moffat. Yeah, next, Max Tanner and Moffat was another one I failed to. Which, I, which. I am on the Facebook mm-hmm. fan club, KY102. Oh, so am I. We're both on that. I saw Led that. by Randy Rayleigh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're both on that one. Yeah. yeah. Max Town and Moffat were good, too, for a long time. Oh, my God. They were awesome. That, that was my station. But before that, I hadn't even... They shut I, that down. We were lost. Yeah. They had one before on KY, and I don't know if you remember or not. Dick and Jay. Yeah, I remember Dick and Jay. Dick and Jay yeah, were I I, they were my, actually my favorite off of KY 102. I thought Dick yeah, and Jay yes, were so good yes. because they used to do Theater of the Mind so well. They'd be like, oh, we're driving to Sedalia. And they'd make all these sounds, and they had no way capable of actually getting that signal in their van and sending it back. And nobody knew this growing up. They thought they had some new type of sophisticated equipment that they could syndicate out of the van. Well, not true. They couldn't call it in. There weren't cell phones or none of this stuff. And they used to do all this theater of the mind stuff or act like they were somewhere else where they weren't. And that was the stuff I dug. Because when I found out they really didn't do that, I was like just like perplexed. I'm like, no, they had to have been there. I heard the car screeching. I heard the birds. I heard this and that. And it was like... No, they were not there. They did a very elaborate prank on people, and I, I, I when I found this out, I, lo- I loved them more. I wasn't mad at them. I was like, that is so cool that I could visualize everything that they said so well in my mind, and then I put it together. Theater of the mind. Theater of the mind means that. That means what radio used to be before there was TV. There was these shows on, like the Blue Beetle, the Lone Ranger, all of that stuff, Stan Freeberg, all of these guys, that when you heard them on the radio, you saw this vision of what they were, and I'll never get that out of my mind. That is so ingrained in my DNA that I just love it, and that's why I do a podcast now. And like I said before, I don't care if I never make a dime. This is my art. This is my painting. This is what I love doing. If nobody likes it, so be it. I like it, you know? So, uh, and, and just so everybody knows, I work to pay my bills. Oh, yeah, we're, we're talking about fun. that. Yes, we, that's where this we came my, from. This. this is my hobby. Yes. Thank you, Mars. You brought me my hobby I've been looking for. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It, it's excellent. When you got a hold of me and you wanted to call in and you told me what the podcast did for you, it gave me shivers. Because that's exactly what I imagined it doing to people. That's what I wanted it to do to people. I wanted it well, to take Mark, them back to the I, crackle of It, it probably hit me harder because me and you were so close. Yeah, of course. Even though we've been many years apart, we're still so close. Yeah, we are. We and, always will be. Rob, you know, you could have been one of our victims so easy back then, but you always broke through. You were a real cool person, a real guy. And you know what I mean by the victims, the people we used to fuck with? And yes, used to run I out. know, because I was in on it. Yes. 
but you always broke through, and there's always a reason why you weren't just one of the victims of our little pranks and the drinking of the pisses and the paddlings and the ass kickings and the making fun of and the ridicule is because you were a real person that was a good person and we realized that early on we're like you know what this guy's all right and that's how come you're always a part of us like harry and all the shit he used to do harry had a heart of gold harry really did not he was so unassuming for being nuts he was so unassuming he was like the truest friend you could have someone could be kidding around about you with your back turned they'd be like hey that's not true i love that guy don't talk like that about him. It's like, hey, relax. I was just joking. I've seen him do that before. He was like the truest yeah. friend you could have because he was he was so innocent on that level. Because to and him, I'll tell you what, any one of us, me, you, or any of us, would have took up for him. And we, well, we did. We, we did a lot. Yeah. Somebody, somebody start talking cross, and we were on him. Yes. Yep. You know who I need to get on this podcast, but I cannot get his attention enough for him to do it, is Davey. Davey? Davey. Yeah. I'll get a hold of Davey. Get a hold of him. Tell him to come on this podcast. Because he's agreed to do it, nailing him down to the time to do it. Oh, no, no, no. Let me get a hold of Davey. Let me get a hold of Davey. I'll call him at me and you right now, the three of us. One time. Well, I have no way to do a three-way. One time only. I have no way to do a three-way call. Oh, you okay? Well, let let's talk about that off air. Let's see if we could get it happening. Well, I've got to figure out a system to do it. I don't have it right here at hand, but there's a way to do it. Yes, and we'll figure it out. And we got to have him. Let's there. talk about this off air. We've do, okay. we've done it. Yeah, and believe me, anybody out there that doesn't know Davey will know it when we're done. Davey's the only guy that can do like 300 voices if you just tell him to. He has every voice inside him that he can do, and he can do it perfectly. Anywhere from Pee Wee Herman to like a big fucking, um, a big monster, that guy can do it. And the thing is, on top of that, he is so naturally funny. Uh, I mean... And Davey... Davey was the per okay. Everybody thought that we were all crazy till they met Davey. Davey would do any dare, any dare. Yes. Yep. Do you remember the snake? Um. Go ahead, cause I, no, no, I'm not gonna bring it up on air because I do not have Davey's permission. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I do now. I do now. Took a you second. You do that. Yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah, that was Davy. Remember when Davy took and uh, remember when Davy took uh, and carved uh, with a knife all different kinds of obscenities in Larry's uh, forearm because he blew up snake le- snake eggs in his mom's microwave and oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Davy grabbed the knife and just started cutting him. <laughs> like, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Uh, I was like, I deserved it. I deserved it. I did wrong. Yep. Yeah, he did. He did. I agreed with him. I agree with Davey on that one. Yeah, that Larry deserved it. But it was funny. Davey comes in there. What the hell? Oh, oh, those are snake eggs. What? <laughs> oh, man. Good times back then. Jeez. Oh, uh, we were, yeah, they, yeah, back back then, we were, yeah, any 
anything happened at any moment. No, you talk about bowling hard and stupid. That was us, man. Anything. Oh, my God, was it? Yep. Well, boy, I, I'm and glad it happened back then. I'm glad I grew up. Well, yeah, ain't no way I could, Ain't no way I could live that the rest of my life. It wasn't meant to be that. It was meant to be these uh, these things that we do. Like I said, they were reference. They were basically reference points to anybody with a brain not to do. It's like it's, see, oh my see God. this right here. Live through. Yeah, you see this right here. Don't do it. And then they show yeah, it before and after. Do not try it. It's like it's like Wiley Coyote. Do not try this at home. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. I would agree 100%. Actually, all right. came up in my head today at work. Okay, coming up, um, Rob's rant is uh, coming up, but we have the final thoughts also. So are you wanting to do both of them, Rob, or you want to do your rant and then the final thought? Yeah, we can do the rant first. Yeah, go ahead. Now. Right. No, he does not have the final this thought. This is not a perfected science. This is something that he developed the other day. So forgive no, us if it's just today while I was working. Oh, today's okay. So we're going to have yeah. Rob's rant coming up, which is kind of like a prototype. Uh, so, and he doesn't have anything written down, so he's doing this just by uh, just grabbing it out of thin air with a little bit of thought. Ad lib. Yeah, ad libbing it. So, yeah, not thin air. Ad libbing it. So, anyhow, we have Rob's rant, and then we have Rob's final thought coming up. So, this is where we put the spotlight on Rob and let Rob do whatever Rob wants to do on this. So, anyhow, hang on. Let me go over. Hang on here. Let me get a light. Oh, shit. Damn, this light's way up. Hang on. Yeah, I'm looking for her in my... I'm trying to I'm trying to turn the light the spotlight on. Hang on, hang on. Okay. You're good. You're good. You're good. Okay, the spotlight's on. Spotlight's on. Oh, it's flickering. Hang on. Nope. 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 Okay, there it is. Spotlight's on. Okay, and a three, two, one, a one and a two, and a belly full of stew. Let's see what else. I don't know. Anyhow, go ahead. Okay. First time ever Rob's Lance. Dun, 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 dun. I want to talk about changing signatures. Okay. They went to where, okay, they went to away from cursive writing in school. Mm-hmm. Because Am I correct? people are too stupid to do it now. Not a joke. You know what I mean? Not okay. a joke. Now my son is eighteen. He's graduating. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He don't know how to do he don't know how to write cursive. That is insane okay. to me. Well the job I do I have to unload trucks. Uh-huh. There's certain receipts that I have to sign from the truck drivers mm-hmm. where you have to have your signature and print your name. Okay. 
Okay. Now, here's my rant. If they do not teach cursive in school, how can you do both of them? You're going to have to print your name on both of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Also, that also leads to your bank accounts. Anything where you have a personalized signature, like we have all been taught to learn. Yep. I have a little thing in my signature. I do. Everybody does. Uh-huh. How are these millennials going to be able to do that? Or well, quite simply... My son is a millennial. Um, quite simply, they're not. Because yeah, they don't they're not. It, they don't so press it in school. are they going to... Okay, these trucking companies, are they going to have to change their paperwork Yes. Sign. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to change everything. They're, they're the ones that are going to adapt everything, not the people, because the people are now. Frankly, now are that also own. opens up the identity theft. Mm-hmm. I have a whole thing in my signature. I don't know about anybody else, but I have a whole thing in my signature that, like, my bank knows. That, you know that there's a couple of different things I do that they notice mm-hmm. that anybody pours my name would not do. Well, also here's the difference too. You're talking about a smaller hometown bank. Whenever I go no, to no, my I'm bank, talking about anywhere. Oh, anywhere. Okay. You know, I mean, if any the way I find my name, there's two different differences. Maybe three that anybody, you know, if if you look at my ID, my driver's license, you compare the signatures. Uh huh. You'll see it. Okay. But if you go to just printing your name mm-hmm. in both spots, yeah, what's that gonna prove? Um, it no, quite you simply. See my here? Yeah, I do, and quite simply, it that's, opens it up to identity theft. That's and that, there's going to be a lot more of that. Okay. That's one of the reasons, but also the criminals are so smart anymore. That's not the only reason. There's going to be more identity theft. It's because oh, clearly uh, the technology is like one second ahead of the criminal. As a matter of fact, the criminals are probably past them in a lot of ways, and. That combined with people being lazy and not wanting to sign or know how to sign their signature, all of that combined, I mean, it's just getting to where... But here's another here's another thing, too, to think about, Rob. Where does our money actually come from now? From nothing. No, I'm sorry, I don't have a clue. They're, they're just banknotes that they print up. So, yeah, yeah and, they're just, and, and, a lot, and they're all recirculated over years, mm-hmm. so... So banks just like yeah whatever, we'll just go to we'll just go back and get some more. All right, so they they got in this guy's account. Oh well, business as usual. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you, 
Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand the no cursive thing. That's what used to identify people. Well, I and, and now you have documents that they're going to have to change because people don't know cursive. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, when I unload a truck full of steel at work, I have to sign the ticket stating, yeah, that's how many pieces I, that we receive. I have to sign it and then print my name. Mm-hmm. How are these kids going to do that? They're not going to. They're not going to, yeah, they're not going to. They're, they're just going to print their name twice, mm-hmm. which, okay, that don't prove shit. Same person printed it twice. Um... Now, now, if they went back to invoice before, they could see where the actual signature matched up. No, I know, but quite simply, there's going to be more fraud, and that's just the way it is. And exactly. It's, it's exactly. only it's only figured into everything, like everything else. Uh, they're they're not worried about it. The, the younger generation is too lazy or whatever you have to or the teaching is too lazy or whatever or all this combined has led to this and they know this and it's the way it is and they just accept it and they deal with it and that's it. I mean, I hear your rant, but it's not changing now. Right, right. No, it, it, no I'm not saying my rants are going to change anything. No, what I'm saying is I understand your rant. I'm just saying it's just that that's kind of like the way it is now. So right, 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 and that that and I've got others coming. You know, okay. this is something I'm coming up with. No, 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 that's I cool. Catch some people off guard eventually. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe so. <laughs> Anyhow, um, you got a uh, final thought for us. Yeah, so I'm clicking the pages looking for it. Alright. Meanwhile I entertain you with something stupid. Do it, do it. Um uh, let's see. Um You ever uh, you ever have a favorite uh, cord that you use to uh, to plug into your phone to charge it for no apparent reason, you just like one that looks better than the other? Yeah. Okay, me too. Just wondering. You got your final thought yet? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Um, it's right here. Sorry. Oh, here we are. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Mark, I've been way, doing way too much homework. I, I, I have a lot of stuff we will never use. You'll never know. You'll never know. We might use a lot of it. We'll see. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see. Anyhow, as uh, as for promised, Rob's final thought. Okay. Just when you're having a bad day, just keep your head up. You're already ugly. You're already broke. Don't be negative, too. <laughs> there you go. Rob's final thought. And with that, we will see you fuckers later, right? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Two douchebags and a microphone says...
You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. Hey, where'd everybody go? Where the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 